This is John Shannon with Radio Free Galisteo, and today I am speaking with Kelly Kiernan and Patrick Briggs, who are respectively the president and vice president of <laughs> Santa Fe Classic Theater. Yes, sir. Uh, but in addition to being the running the show, the, <laughs> well, the, 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 the heads of the, the organization, <laughs> they are also the director and assistant director of this year's Shakespeare in the Garden, which is... The Comedy of Errors. The Comedy of Errors. Okay, let's talk about that. First of all, how many years now has this been going on? This is season five of Shakespeare in the Garden. Okay. At the Botanical Garden, the best venue in town. Absolutely gorgeous space. And I will uh, concur, being that I was in your production last year. Woo-hoo! So, full disclosure, <laughs> full disclosure, uh, as you like it, last year. The and best the, as you like it anyone's ever seen. Uh, <laughs> I heard that the other day, actually. <laughs> so, someone actually said that to me. Uh, this year, it's Comedy of Errors. Yes. Well, what is Comedy of Errors? It's obviously Shakespeare, but mm-hmm. what's, what's the play and what's it about? Yeah, so this is uh, Shakespeare's first, one of his first shows. It's um, touted as his shortest, which it is. Structurally perfect. It follows a lot of the classic Greek structure. So it has unity of time, place, and action. The action takes place in an afternoon around a central improbable situation. And our job in a farce is to make the improbable believable. <laughs> okay. So Shakespeare based this on the Twin Menekpi by Plautus, I believe. And he took liberties, in, and there was one set of identical twins in the Twin Menekpi, but he has two sets of identical twins. Uh-huh. So therein the mayhem ensues in ancient Ephesus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How much do we want to give away here? So some, I'm sure there are people in the audience who are familiar with, with this play, but uh, what, is, what is some of the mayhem we can expect? Well, of course, when the twins come to town, they've, they were separated at birth by a shipwreck. And, Naturally. Yes. <laughs> always, always a nice way to start a play. And there's one set of twins, the brothers, the Syracusians, who come to Ephesus, end up there, and at the end of a long search, they've been searching for their twins, their twin brothers, that they are with their natural father, and they long to find their other halves. So they have gone off in seven long years' search of them and come to the city of Ephesus, where their twins happen to dwell, so when the people that know the Antivalus and Dromeo of Ephesus meet up with the Syracusian twins, of course, there's a lot of confusion that happens. <laughs> and this all happens during a big party, yes. Oh, yes. so to speak. So yes. to speak. So we, we took some <laughs> artistic license with this and that. Shakespeare did sit it in Ephesus. It's rarely seen. It's rarely set in ancient Greece for some odd reason. Because hmm. once again, I think if you follow the rules of the playwright, and he's pretty brilliant. It's mm, like mm. we mined so much fun stuff out of setting it specifically in day two of the Festival of Dionysus. Aha! <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, so um, the Festival of Dionysus was a seven-day play festival um, in ancient Greece. 
And the whole thing started out with a big party out in the outskirts of town. They were reveling, they were herbs, wine, worshiping Dionysus. And so this play takes place at the Pomp, which is day two of the Festival of Dionysus. And um, the townspeople are coming into town after reveling since dawn. And, and then there's always the drama, because at the very top, Old Aegean, who is Antiphilus's father, happens to be in Ephesus as well. And he is sentenced to death because as a Syracusian, he was not allowed in Ephesus streets. Oh my goodness. So he has an afternoon given a reprieve by the Duke after hearing his sad story to come up with his bond of a thousand ducats and be freed and live. And therein starts the tale. <laughs> uh, okay. And then, and then uh, much confusion around the twins after that, the, the, the twin set of twins. Who's in this play? <laughs> well, as, as Antiphilus is Heine Stalker, mm-hmm. playing both Antiphilus of Syracuse and Antiphilus of Ephesus. Uh-huh. And the Dromeo twins are both played by Hamilton Turner. All right. They All right. Both our our veterans. In. Indeed, yes, from yes. last year's. <laughs> certainly, certainly from last year for me. I know them both from that and previous years as well. Previous yes. years as well. Yeah. Hans Stalker has probably been in about every play we've produced since Macbeth. Back in the Playhouse in, in 2014? 2014 or 15. Two really strong leads. Yes, yes. yes. Really strong leads. Yeah. And our women are strong also, and they're, they're both new to town. Mm-hmm. One, uh, Anna Dempf. Mm-hmm. Anna Dempf is uh, out of Tia Amaria. Mm-hmm. and uh, Julie Shapiro, also new to town. Well, and the funny thing about these and women, too, is that they both happened to come to town in 2019, both graduated from SUNY Fredonia. No way. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. And we're, like, really good friends in the same department, and they ended up both in, in Santa Fe. SUNY so. State University of New York, everyone who doesn't know who that, <laughs> yeah. uh, what, that, what that moniker is. So, yes, go, go New York. All right. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of funny that it's sort of life imitates art because these two girls who were friends in school happened to be together in Santa Fe, as fate would have it, and they're playing sisters in this oh production. Gosh. And they're That's- lovely. Lovely, lovely. That's too funny. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, well, uh, it, it sounds like it's uh, set up to be a, a grand show. When and where? Or we already know where. The Botanical right. Gardens. Santa Fe Botanical Gardens of Museum Hill. All right. Mm-hmm. When? Mm-hmm. We open July twenty eighth. We Ooh, run coming right up. <clears throat> it's coming yep. right up. We we run Wednesdays through Sundays through August fourteenth. Okay. So a total of 14 shows. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So multiple opportunities for people to come and experience the mayhem and revelry. And Indeed. The, yeah, and the fun part about the garden, too, is people can come gates open at 515. You can bring a picnic. You can have a lovely evening in the garden. And then we shall amuse you. Yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> the multi-sensory experience of the garden. It's gorgeous. It's just the perfect backdrop for Shakespeare. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. you have almost two hours to picnic before the show. The show starts at 7. Okay. So gates open at 515. Coming in for picnicking, you know, have a bottle of wine, relax, then wander across the bridge to the amphitheater and 
and enjoy the show. I do have to mention that our music this year is for the third year running, Sitara Shar and her band called Polyhymnia, which is the goddess of, of Greek goddess of music. Naturally. <laughs> That's right. Yes. But um, the, the sounds and the strands that she's using, a, her instrumentation is a clarinet, a hurdy-gurdy, major drumming. There's a very tribal aspect to the, the Bacchanal setting that's going on, so the music is going to really add a fun, a fun element oh, to this man. one. This is Radio Free Galisteo. Music and information from the Galisteo Basin. Radio Free Galisteo is listener-supported. Go to www.radiofreegalisteo.com and click on our Patreon support button to become an active supporting member of Radio Free Galisteo. And Patrick McDonald oh. is once again doing our choreography. <laughs> and has outdone himself. Oh, my goodness. You got the band back together. Yep. yep all right. Yep. All right. Exciting. Exciting. Uh, all right. So where can tickets be purchased? <laughs> you can go to our website, um, santafeclassictheater.org, and that's theater with an E-R, and hit the little buy tickets button. There are also links, if you go to the Santa Fe Botanical Gardens website, Mm -hmm. there's a link to buy tickets on their website that will take you to our site. Tickets have been on sale since June, and we're selling selling fast. Now, can people buy the day of? Is that possible? Can you buy at the venue? You can. You're taking a chance of... of not what's, getting in. What's available. Okay. Right. It's better if you can make the reservations if you have the time. They tend to sell out pretty well, mm-hmm. and seating is is already getting limited to a certain degree. Okay, very good. Congratulations on Yay. that. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the show itself. How difficult is it to direct this kind of show? I mean, it, one, it's going to be outdoors, but... This is this is set in Greece. Is as you said, it's a farce, and uh, well, the challenges to the farce are making it funny. <laughs> okay, and All fast. Yes. Well, although uh, pacing, yeah, yes. oh, big time. Yeah, yeah. And so I think if you obey the rules of farce, that has been. Um, I think I, I watch a lot of other, the other shows. I've watched a little comedy bears several times over different ideas but also to see where they go wrong mm-hmm. and i think if you adhere to the rules of farce which is fast make improbable uh, situations believable and and keep your actors at a level of comedic there's a lot of things that can go dark i think if sure. you lean into it but always going mining for the humor mm-hmm, in every situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's intense situations within it, but you make them keep the comic. Mm-hmm, always mm-hmm. lean into the humor. That was what we've stressed. Right. And then, of course, we nailed it with our cast because they're funny people. Yeah. Well, and again, <laughs> I mean, I can I can certainly vouch from uh, working with your two leads from last year. Both of them are pretty talented and funny guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Indeed. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think you, you have some other veterans that are in there as well. So yes. we do. We've we, got Hannah Hannah Machado Parker. She's has coming returned. back. Uh, Eric um, 
Eric, oh yes, Eric and Devlin um, and his wife Amber Devlin, who are veterans of Shakespeare Dallas of like 20 some odd years, wow. are mm-hmm. Jean and Amelia. Miles Blitch, who is, oh, yes. who is all of her last year. Yes. Every director's Swiss Army knife. Yeah, um, fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Um, gosh, who Ty- Tyler Nunez yeah, returns Tyler. as Angelo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and that's key is that we're starting to build a solid company. Right. They work so well off of one another. The camaraderie was almost instant with sure. us. So we didn't have to wait mm-hmm. for that, like, you know, ensemble energy to build. Right. It was like, it, it was It just there. sort of clicked, right? Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Three, of our, three of our four high school, re- high school yes. uh, interns returned this year. Oh, yeah. great. Yep. Yes. Daniel, Shanti, and Nicolette. Sarkowski. And we do have, we're lucky this year that we have a really wonderful new cast member, Garrick Sigel, who trained at Oslo Rep in, in uh, Florida. He just graduated, but he's teaching our interns, doing some training on some different techniques. So they're really opening up beautifully Fantastic. this year. Yeah. Well, you're really uh, planting the seeds for the future. Yeah. Got to start yeah. them young. Got to start the training young. Indeed. You know, so. <laughs> Indeed. Okay, so tell me about the set. Oh, yes. The set. Well, it's ancient Ephesus, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> so um, there are certain rules to a set in farce also in that you need at least three entrances on each side of the stage. Mm. Right. So we have the Porpentine and we have the Phoenix on opposite sides of the stage for our entrances. And there are three. But it's patterned after some artist renditions of, of ancient Ephesus. Mm-hmm. Ah. So it was very, very colorful. Ancient Greece was very colorful. Sure. You know, we think of it as bleached white, but uh, all the statues, everything was painted. Very cool. Yes, and uh, the colors are very bold, bold, and, and, and vivid. Works works well in the the gardens. Works really well in the gardens. Well, this yes. This is the first year too that we got to build a permanent a permanent set. set. Yeah. A windproof <laughs> permanent. <laughs> set wow yes so okay I'll, I'll get it built and put in there and it will stay until we're done all right well, yes. this is a big this deal for us because with <laughs> with romeo and julia it was our first year producing in the garden and they kind of um the garden when we got the gig it was like we found out in uh late december of of 2018 that we were going to produce and direct and our showtime at that point was the end of May. We yeah. went up the end of May. So we had literally like that, four, what is it, four or five months before we went into rehearsal to to figure out everything. But one of the things was they were not sure whether or not that was going to be a permanent element of, of the garden, whether mm-hmm. Shakespeare in the garden would continue from year to year. So we literally had to put in and take out the the platforms for the staging like what six Five different times, times. Yeah. Yeah. Five yeah. Times. wow yeah yeah during yeah. rehearsals and it was everything was was a marathon sure <laughs> the actor tents were quite permeable uh, okay. <laughs> the wind blew them up. the wind just destroyed them they were little craft tents you know oh my goodness but each year our, our infrastructure is building too mm-hmm. so not only right. we got this permanent set this year we we bought all new waterproofing chairs because our chairs were cloth seats which with outdoor theaters makes makes when storms rumble a little (laughs) nerve-wracking sure (laughs) um and we also are bring out the tarp right bring out the tarp (laughs) yeah yeah. 
And then our actor tents this year, are, are, we bought those last year, but they're like, they're heavy duty. The musicians got a new tent this year, so they don't have to run for cover. And these are all through donations um, and, and steady kind of forward movement as we keep progressing. So. so obviously ticket sales will help with continuing your, your uh, efforts, but uh, if someone wanted to donate, what would they do? They would, go, again, go to santafeclassictheater.org, and there's a donate button. <laughs> we, we do have to stress that our continuance in the garden is, we, we need the community support. The box will cover, we, we really have a lot, we've made our strides in our infrastructure, but as we move forward, the people that are working really hard on this need to get paid, because a lot of, we are not, we're working towards it. All of our actors get paid. Our production managers get paid. Our everyone, everyone yep. gets paid. Um, they right. just don't get paid Enough. what they're worth. Right. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So donations are key at this stage of the game as we keep moving forward. Okay, listeners, you heard it. Get out there and click Give that us button. Your money. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one way to put it. <laughs> help Please help support us. the arts. <laughs> support yes. the arts. But I do have to mention that thirty percent. You are you are yes. um, supporting two local nonprofits, Santa Fe Classic Theater and the Santa Fe Botanical Garden. Thirty percent of our ticket price goes directly to the Santa Fe Botanical. Fantastic. Garden. Fantastic. Yes, it is very cool. Ca- cash influx. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right. Wonderful. Okay, the show is Comedy of Errors, and it plays starting... July 28th. In? The Santa Fe Botanical Gardens at Museum Hill. (laughs) Okay, all right. And you've been listening to Kelly Kiernan, director, and Patrick Briggs, assistant director of Comedy of Errors, and president and vice president of Santa Fe Classic Theater. Thank you both for being here today. Well, thank you, John. John. It's a pleasure. And you've got to be in our cast next year. uh, Okay, <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah, look at Toby Belch. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll start studying. <laughs> Toby. <laughs> All right. Well, and for Radio Free Galisteo, I'm John Shannon. <laughs>